You're checked in with the people's champ, Dre Rocker on U92. U92, your number one for hip-hop is Dre Rocker, and I got my man Corday in the building. What's good, bro? How you feeling? Hey, you know I'm black, blessed, and highly favored, as my man Charlamagne says. Uh-huh, I received that. I'm going to take that for myself, too. You been good? Yes, sir. Can't complain. What's good about today? I woke up. I got two eyes, two ears, two arms, two legs. Not too many people can say that. That's and fast. not that, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but I'll just say that to say we can't take for granted the quote-unquote small or simple things. You know, I got a roof over my head. I know where my next meal coming from. No complaints. I learned that I learned that real real quick, man, when I was working at my 9 to 5, and people were getting let go during this pandemic, man. Mm-hmm. It was like, I could be next. So I need to count my blessings and be like, yo, I'm thankful to have a car. I'm thankful to... Have a roof over my head. I'm thankful to have three beautiful kids. You know what That's I mean? That's dope. Because some people don't. My, my man right here said he would give away his kids. 100. <laughs> 100. Yeah, man. Do you, uh, is that something that you would ever want? Is like a family and shit? Uh, eventually, yeah. I think right now I've, um, I'm in a space where I got to put like my legacy first. And the kid is part of the legacy. So for right now, I don't see it. I mean, who knows? You know, we make plans and God laughs. So I don't know. That's facts, man. Uh, speaking of God, I seen you over there at uh, uh, Minister Farrakhan. Yeah. How was that? What was that about? It was dope. You know, Farrakhan's one of them ones. It's one of his last speeches. So, and I happened to be in Chicago. So, I got to check that out. Yeah. You had a good time? Yeah, the first four hours. No, I'm joking. I had a great time. <laughs> it, was, it was a great time. I'm being funny. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, man. Um, have you you've been to Utah before, right? Yeah. Yeah, my first time here, I was opening up for Juice World. Oh, but we never even got to perform, I think, because something happened and the show got canceled. Damn. Well, we glad you're here in Salt Lake City mm-hmm. from a bird's eye view tour. This is my first headline show in Salt Lake City. Really? Yeah. I don't know why that seems un- unbelievable. Nah, it is. My very first. You know you got people outside waiting right now. Fire. How does that make you feel? Feel good, man. No bullshit. That's one of the things I appreciate the most. Like, man, there's people to come see me rap. One of the things that you said in a... I want to say, was it uh, was it uh, Gene Michael? Maybe it was. Maybe I forget what song it was. But when you were talking about how you're, you're it's make- John Michelle, by the way, my bad. Oh, John Michelle. Yeah, oh, my bad. I'm not trying. Nah, it's cool. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I'm a I'm a. Uh, it's an artist name. Ba- you know Basquiat, the artist. Yeah, yeah, that's his name, John Michelle. Really? Yeah. You made me Google a lot of shit with this album. Thank you. For real. I take that as a compliment, I think. Yeah, you should, man. Because I was telling my boy Fonzie, I was like, do you know the owner of Square? Yeah. What's his name? Jack Dorsey. You say that shit. I had to Google that shit. I was like, who the fuck is Jack? Who's this Dorsey dude? Yeah, yeah. The CEO of Tw- well, he used to be the CEO of Twitter. He bought title from Jay-Z. Really? He owns title now, too. Yeah, he bought. He's the one who bought title from Jay-Z. That's what this album's doing to me, bro. You're making me think, and that's what I love, man. Thank you. One thing that you were talking about is uh is how you you made millions, I think it was 7 million without doing a single fucking show. Yeah. Now you're back on tour. Mhm. You said that this is a feeling that you you love. Absolutely. What's what's been like the best part of a uh, touring, man? Being back on the road, hitting these cities. Just going out. I love uh Salt Lake City. Like I was just going around. I went to like the little Dave and Busters around the corner. Just riding around on a little uh the little lime scooters so i love doing shit like that in like towns like this you know seeing the mountains it's a beautiful city man no bullshit nothing less than beautiful don't tell nobody bro yeah no, you, you know post malone moved here 
I know. Motherfuckers is moving here now. I know. I, matter of fact, I called him earlier today because I was in this. Literally, I called him. Oh, yeah? Because I was in town, yeah. Man, like, would you ever get, like, a house here? I was just talking to my mans about that. When I get my bread up. Come on, man. When I get my bread up. You got the money. <laughs> you would think. He man. got the he got the Louis V shades on talking about when I get the money. You got the money, man. Man, these two hold the dollars. I, uh, <laughs> what's that little Wayne uh, gift? Uh, you didn't put in on this, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, nah, man, I, 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 I love, I love what you're doing, man, and I love the album, by the way. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Great fucking work, man. Thank you. That means the world to me, for real. No bullshit. Um, favorite, favorite song on the album, uh, Mama's, uh, Mama's House, Mama's Hood, Mama's Hood. Yeah, Mama's thank Hood. You. Um, I love what you're, you're doing. The what. How, I mean, you've always been open with with your music, right? Mm -hmm. But you are letting us in too deep. Pause. <laughs> Very deep. Yeah. What gives you that that confidence to be like, you know what? I'm gonna tell the world my story, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the world the way I'm feeling. Man, that shit's scary. Honestly, it's scary as fuck. But uh, I feel like that's the most relatable shit when you like lay it all on the table and don't try to be like too pretentious or too. It's like when you're vulnerable and transparent, I think that's what translates the most. What did it mean to to have the listening party at the HBCUs? It was fire because I'm able to get like real opinions from real people in a real way. You know, I call them virgin ears because everybody who I hang with, we think we got better taste than everybody like musically. Like, oh, if I play for another artist and not saying we, but like most artists, you play them. So I'm going to elaborate because that sounded crazy. But most artists, when I play different artists my music, they're like, hmm, I feel like the 808 can go up a little bit. Maybe cut up the snare, maybe turn down your background vote. You know, they'll give opinions like that. But fans are like, either I like it or I don't. This is that it. And that's all that matters. Do you feel like, I, I agree with that, man, but I feel like sometimes fans, what I've noticed is fans are always like, sometimes they're like, man, it's not as good as this was, right? Or... It's not as it wasn't this, and they want you to be the same thing over and over. Uh huh. Do you do you feel like that's a, a challenge as well, though? I don't know because I only got two albums out. Let's go. Maybe let's come back to this after like the fourth album. But I mean, fans are always like, yeah, your last shit is always better than your new shit, you know. But who knows? It's a. It's very much subjective. Art is. That's it. It's no. It's just it's pure subjective. You got the you got the Pumas deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Pumas. I put an S on it. <laughs> Puma deal. Um, have you always been into sneakers? Always since a since a youngin. Favorite sneakers of all time? The Puma suede's. All time. Um, if we not count Puma. Yeah, I mean Puma. We know he loves you. You guys are good. Let's let's take Puma out of this. Okay, equation. let's Puma out of it. Uh, Jordan threes. Okay. Jordan eleven. Jordan ones. My first pair of sneakers was the T Mac ones. Damn. That was my. That's my favorite basketball player. Yeah, he's great. Who's your favorite basketball player? Allen Iverson or Kyrie Irving. They the funnest to play with on two K. <laughs> oh, that speed, man. That speed will get you every time. For sure. But Teron Lou would lock him down in two K. Shit. <laughs> You're a Lakers fan, ain't you? No, nah, I'm. I'm actually a Blazer fan. Oh, okay. Why? You live in Utah, but you like the Portland Trailblazers? Long story, my brother. Okay. So I was born here, 
Um, I lived in uh, my. It was during the uh, crack epidemic. My dad, my mom, they were addicted, mm. and my pops was like, "Y'all want a better life for my son? Let's go out to Portland." Okay. My dad went out to Portland, got clean. I lived out there for ten years, and it was during the the time with Damon Stoudemire, Rasheed Wallace, and I always loved the way they played. And then when Scottie Pippen came over, yeah, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah a real Portland fan." Yeah, man, Dame is too fucking loyal to y'all. I agree. I agree 100%. Dame, come to the Jazz. We'll have you. I'm surprised that Philly trade didn't happen. With Dame and... Um, and Simmons. Yeah, that's... Yeah, right? That should have happened. Yeah, yeah. Really, truly. I don't know why they were, you know, holding their feet on that. You know he went to school here at Weber State, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. He, he went to he went to Weber State down He's here. He's a dog. Who's your squad? I like the Wizards. We're not doing too much better than you guys. Ever. Ever in life. Never. I mean, you I mean you guys got legacy with Jordan, but we know what that don't was. Count, don't count <laughs> don't <laughs> don't even that bring was. that up. Our my favorite years as a Wizards player is John Wall, Brad Bill, that era. We still got Brad Bill though. We be alright. We should be alright. I hope we alright. <laughs> there's no hope for that. Nah, there's hope. You uh, you get down. You you hoop. How often do you get to hoop? Are you hooping on tour? Yeah, I hoop on off days. I hoop on off days. I ain't no hooper though. But like, I can play back. I ain't gonna be the shittiest nigga on the court every so, day. When do we get you? Are you on two K? Yeah. Not often, but I can I can get down on two K. When do we get your character on two K? I don't know. Fucking 2K, give me the bread for it. Shit, and stop playing with me. Put me on it. The, they got to put me on the soundtrack first. I actually was supposed to go on like a damn, like an anti 2K until they put me on the soundtrack. Was it this record? Yeah, they is finna get one. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> get my man's on 2K. I mean, Snoop was on there. <laughs> Uncle Snoop was on there, man. Get my man's on there. Um, what was uh when when you were in kindergarten? When you were in middle school? And the teacher brought around a little paper, and they asked Corday, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" What did you write down? The president. Why the president? What was what, what were you inspired to be the president for? Obama. When Obama came about, I was like, I want to be the president, but I always wanted to be a rapper though. Even before that, so kinda so Obama probably was elected like my fifth grade year. So kindergarten, I was definitely saying I want to be like a basketball player or a rapper. One of the two cliches. And you ended up being the rapper. You said you got 20, 20 years in this game or until you say, I want to quit. Mm-hmm. What do we expect? What's on What's on the laundry list of things that you want to accomplish before you hang it up? And I know it's a premature question. Yeah. A lot of Grammys. A lot of accolades. Inner peace. Changing a lot of lives. Inspiring a lot of people. Building an empire with high level. Doing a stadium tour. Yeah, I'm going to do all that. I was talking to your brother, man, and um, I think that's something that I admire about you is the fact that you guys are from the same place and you brought them with you and you guys are doing it. I admire that a lot, man, because it's hard. It's hard to trust people when you when you have something that everybody glosses over, right? Like they they're, they get glossy eyed. That's that's the perfect way to describe it, yes. I say people get a twinkle in their eye, but glossy eye is what it is. Yeah. How do you handle that? How do you handle the, the making sure that you, you're not being taken advantage of? Because I know you, you, you're, you're very involved in ownership. How do you make sure that you don't get lost in, in, in those kind of things? 
I don't know. Just play it day by day, play it by ear, you know, like sort of sense out the vibes. You know, I'm still figuring it out. You know, I'm still, I'm only 24, so I'm still dealing with the motions and how to deal with it. But um, just kind of peeping out the fakes and the real. Yeah, man, that's something I, I struggle with. It's hard. It's hard for me. Straight up. <laughs> but I, I think that. Uh, you know, everybody want to be your friend because they hope they can get their shit played on the radio. Dog. Dog. It's. I'll get some backstage passes or something. Dog, I that, know. I haven't told nobody about this because I already know what that comes with, bro. For sure. And it's sad. It's a hundred ball. That's a hundred. Um, something I wanted to ask you is uh your involvement with the Web three space, with these uh digital currencies, with these NFTs. Are okay. You- I didn't know what the fuck you was talking about. <laughs> he said Web three. <laughs> you know what, man? The NFT shit. I feel like a lot of people are looking at it as if it's just a lick, myself included. And um, no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, or not. No, I'm being, but um, I still don't understand it all the way, honestly, truth be told. But I still got to do more. Re- but I'm, I'm trying to be a lot more open minded to things and not be such like a dinosaur, you know. So uh, just doing extensive research in it or trying to at least and just have a better understanding of it. One thing that got me um, my ears kind of up a little bit more is what's going on in, in the um, Ukraine and Russia, how. They froze funds, and now people can't really get their their money. But essentially, they can if they got Bitcoin and if they got these digital currencies. Nobody that's wild. Them. I didn't know that. Yeah, bro. So it's that's what really got me thinking. Like, what if our money gets frozen over here? What are we gonna do? You know what I mean? But if they can't freeze this digital currency and we can still move a certain way, um, I think that's powerful. You got a um, you got a UK European tour coming up. Yeah, you guys are. Flying across the pond. Yep. Um, any concerns there with what's going on with Ukraine and Russia and shit? Honestly, it's a real thing day by day. I don't even know what's going to happen with that. So I'm waiting to hear the word. But hopefully we'll be fine, man. I sure don't want to cancel another year. I had to cancel my last Europe tour because of COVID. Mm. So hopefully this Ukraine shit don't get in the way. I hope not, man. Peace in the, I was going to say peace in the Middle East, but peace in Europe. Yeah, peace to the white people. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, for real, y'all gotta figure that shit out. Y'all gotta figure that shit out. Y'all not letting Africans in. You hear that, dude? Dog, man. Fuck. But em. but at the same time, bro, I don't know what's real and what's fake. One hundred. Like uh, this shit. Like uh, the one that went very viral, where the 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 fucking tank runs over the car. They said that was a Ukrainian um, tank. So it's like I don't know yeah, what's real, can, what's fake. You know, it's all propaganda, bro. All of this shit is propaganda. So it's. It's kind of hard not to fall into the narrative that they want you to follow into. Who knows? You ever read the book Propaganda by Edward Bernays? I haven't. You should look into it. You'd look at the world a lot differently. I'm going to check that out. How many? What's the last book that you read? Propaganda by Edward Bernays. <laughs> <laughs> what made That's you pick that up? Um, I forgot who recommended it to me. It was recommended by a good source, so I just started reading it. I forgot who it was, though. Yeah. Um, I I recently read. Um, it's called Crucial Conversations. I think it's Robert Greene that wrote that shit. And Forty Eight uh, Laws of Power, dude. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Crucial Conversations is a great fucking conver- uh, great book if you ever want to fucking learn how to have those conversations that are are tough, man. Um. What 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 do what should we expect? When we go to a Corday show, I don't know. I don't want to. You should expect everything. 
Expect the unexpected. I might run on stage ass naked one day. Relax. <laughs> it's cold out here, so never mind. <laughs> I, I wish it was snowing so you could experience the snow, man. I'm cool. Nah, bro, you gotta experience it. Man, it's a vibe out here. The mountains and shit is beautiful. I wish I would have known about David Buster's, man. I would have challenged you in some free throws and shit. You were the one. I was off today. You didn't give it to me? Pause. <laughs> hey, whatever's your preference, yeah. brother. You don't judge. There's a judge-free zone over here, baby. Uh, Corday, I don't want to take too much of your time, man. You got to get ready for this show, my brother. No, um, I appreciate you, bro. Thank you for the love and support you've been showing me since day one, too, bro. I'll be peeping that shit. So appreciate that. Of course, man. What about that dollar, though? Just play. Just even, play. You know what's funny? I don't even carry cash. Over nah. I don't either, to be honest with you. I Apple just hope pay. somebody, when I go out to eat, I just hope somebody recognizes me knows, and notices me and pay for my dinner. That's it. <laughs> they stingy out here. They got to do that. No, nah, I had to bring out my, I had to borrow some money from my boy. <laughs> I told him I was going to pay him back, but I'm not. <laughs> They're like, damn. You know what I said? I done dealt with the worst niggas, the type to steal your shit and search with you. Yeah. I was talking about myself. I'm that type of nigga. Dog, that's the shit that I'm talking about. Like, that shit is so fucking relatable. Straight up. Because that shit's real, man. I've been the person. <laughs> For real. Oh, man. I had a homie steal my Game Boy, man. It's probably, you're probably too young, but they had these uh these Game Boy Advances. It was Game Boy Colors, right? And uh, I was at the homie's house, and I was searching for that shit. Gone. Go to the bathroom. This motherfucker put it underneath the toilet. Niggas are janky. Facts. Janky. Well, Corday, man, I appreciate your time, my brother. Uh, the show is tonight. I'm going to get this on air before uh, before you go on. So I'm going to go straight, edit this thing up. Oh, let's go. And let people know. Um, if you, Anything you want to tell the people of Salt Lake City? Salt Lake City, I'm here. Next time I'm here, shout out my boy Donovan Mitchell. Just got off the phone with him. And my boy City tapped in with him earlier. I'm finna be playing at the same arena the Jazz playing at within three years. And um, shit, within two years. And uh, yeah, that's it. I can't wait, bro. Yeah, we uh, I I had the opportunity to fucking DJ for the I we had, we brought out Ice Cube and it was the first time ever I've DJed at that arena, bro. How was it? It was incredible, man. It was one of those life changing experiences. It's like the big. It's it's my hometown, man. This is where I was born, and I had the opportunity to be in the same arena where Karl Malone, John Stockton. I love Michael Jordan, but he hit that game winning uh game seven, uh series seven three on us. You know what I mean? But it was it was incredible, man. And uh, I think it's going to happen sooner than you think. For sure. I received that. Thank you for that energy. And uh, I, I really, I'm going to talk to my program director, man. I would love to get you out here next year for our show, All-Star Weekend. Oh, y'all do got All-Star Weekend out here. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's crazy. That Come show on. would be incredible. Let's go. Appreciate you throwing my name out there. You, are you a hoop fan? You love the city. We love you. Come on. Why not? Let's do it. You speak in my language. I wish I had the check. <laughs> Shit. Oh, the chicken, my brother. I That's appreciate my you, dog. my brother. Yes, sir. Love. Appreciate y'all stopping through. You, 92.